time with God every day. Every day. Every day. I will spend time with God. I will pray. I will pray. 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 I will pray. I will be holy. I will be holy. 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 I will be. I will be holy. I will fulfill God's purpose for me and my generation. My generation. My generation. I will fulfill God's purpose. God's purpose for my generation. For me and my generation. My generation. I will live the vow. Just dig in. When you guys were, each one of us in this room had a time where we were considering coming to the furnace or coming to do DLA. And I want to ask you to get down at the deep roots of your heart and answer to yourself, why did you come? Why did you come to the furnace? Why did you come to DLA? Why did you apply? Why did you want to be here? It's not so much a question that I'm asking you to, you know, don't, don't answer to yourself the answer that you would give me if I asked you and you had to tell me verbally, tell Tyrell verbally or tell Dan Perkins verbally. I think a lot of times our answers and our communication and the things that we talk about and even the things that we think about ourselves is skewed because we're so influenced by the circumstance. We're so influenced by Tyrell's asking me why we're here, so this is what I would say to him. I want you to think in your heart, deep down inside, why did you do the furnace? Why did you come do DLA? Be honest with yourself. All right, I want you to look at that. And is that reason, is that reason more about God or is it more about you? Is that reason more about God reigning over mankind and the earth, reigning forever and ever, and your part in that role? Or is that statement, is that reason more about you? And I also want to ask you, what's happening today? Some of you are first semester, some of you fourth semester, some of you have been here for years. But what's happening today? Is God fulfilling this in your life? Are you still, is this vision still alive in your heart? Is this dream still alive in you? Here we are in the furnace, a fellowship of burning hearts. Is your heart burning? Is your heart burning for God? Here we are a week after, or a few days after Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving break? How was your time away from the program? How was your time away from the system? You know, these breaks will really reveal if we're dependent on the system or if the system is fuel for our fire. Is the system fuel for your fire or are you dependent on the system? Now, I'm not saying if you're dependent on the system that you're a sinner and you're lacking and all of these things. I think most of us are dependent on the system at least for, for a semester or two, maybe three, maybe four. But we're working that out, being dependent on the system. When I say the system, I mean the requirements, the requirement to go to accountability groups, the requirement to go to prayer meetings, the requirements that we all signed up for and paid money for. I say we all because I once at one time did it. Is the system fuel for your fire? How is your break? Is your heart burning for God? What is your heart burning for? What do you ache for? What do you long for? What do you look for in the future? What's the dream that God's given you? What's the hope that you have? What's that statement right there on that piece of paper? Is that alive in your heart? Is God working in you? What's happening in prayer meetings? 
What's going on in your heart? Are we just being religious? Are we just showing up? Are we just giving the right answer? Are we just here because of self-righteous reasons? I know some of us have come to be off drugs. I know, I know I wanted to come to make sure and be off drugs and stay off drugs. I know some of us have come maybe to find a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Some of us have come to, to seek after God. Some of us have come to spend more time with God. Some of us have come for accountability. Some of us have come to find friendships. All these things are good things. But what is God stirring in your heart? Is the dream still alive in you? Is the passion still alive in you? Your times in prayer meetings, are they just meaningless two hours? Is it just part of the system? Is it just doing the routine and doing the, the setup blocks and those things? Or are you in the corner weeping? When's the last time that your prayer life and your pursuit of God caused you to weep? When's the last time? Have we ever wept? Have we ever wept in longing for God? Have we made our lives about God? Have we been here in this system and we say, God, I'm going to join the fellowship of burning hearts because I want my heart to burn for you. Is that at the core of our hearts? Is that at the core of who we are? Whatever reason you joined this program, whatever reason you came together here, if it's not God-focused, it won't last. You may accomplish what you wrote down on the piece of paper. It may come to pass. We may get off drugs. But I wouldn't dare to think that we're going to stay off drugs without having a God-focused life. And if it's not the drugs you used to do, it'll be a new drug in the future. If it's not the sin that you used to live into, it'll be something new that you live into. Yes, I overcame that sin, but my life is not focused on God. And so now I'm living into these other things. What's going on in your heart? Think about your heart and your life. Think about what God is doing in you. We spend hours upon hours upon hours upon hours in prayer. Before the face of God. In the presence of God. Hours upon hours. What's happening in your heart? What's shifting inside of you? What is the Holy Spirit bringing to your knowledge? What sins and darkness and deceit have you lived into in the past? Have we even allowed the Holy Spirit to bring these things up in our hearts? What things are happening in us? What growing is going on? I mean, I would imagine that the Holy Spirit looks at us and says, you know, I know, I know that your parents just got divorced a year ago. I know that you, you lived in all these sexual, immoral relationships in the past. I know of the things that has happened in your past the past five or ten years. I know the real reason why you came here. I know the things that you're afraid of. I know the things that you don't want to face. And yet we go through the program and we go through the system and we go through the prayer meetings and we spend hour after hour and we're praying and we're interceding for a generation. But the Holy Spirit is like, wait, I want you to deal with this. Wait, I want you to grow in me. Wait, I want to reveal who I am to you. It's the focus so much on our future and our dreams and our hope and our vision that we've lost track of God. We've lost track of what God's doing in our midst. We've lost track of the, of the mode of the Holy Spirit, of the mood of the Holy Spirit. 
Have we heard the Holy Spirit's voice? Are we hearing the Holy Spirit's voice more and more? Do we know what God is saying to a generation? Are you speaking the words of God? Are you in community with other people that will lift you up? And are you speaking truth to them? Wait, wait, wait. Accountability groups. Are we being vulnerable in accountability groups? Or are we just going through the motions? Come on, we can go through the motions in our groups. We can go through the motions in prayer meetings. I'll tell you, the test are these breaks. The test is the time you have apart from the community, from the system. That's the test. Well, I got news for you. The system isn't going to be your life. I know we can set stuff up to have community, and we need to do that. Set stuff up to have accountability, and we need to do that. But your life is not going to be, I signed up and paid for someone to force me to pray and to be vulnerable in accountability. How vulnerable are you being in accountability? Why should, we, why should we sit in accountability if we're not exposing our heart? And you know the Holy Spirit is bringing up things in your heart and in your life. If, we're, if there comes a time where we're so closed off, we're so walled up that we just can't hear, we just can't, we just don't even know what, what the Holy Spirit wants to do in us. I would venture to say if any of you haven't had any kind of, kind of mixing going on in your heart in the past, half year or year that maybe you have that wall up and for those of you that have heard it what did you do with it what did you do with the stirring of the holy spirit what did you do when the holy spirit brought up to you in your heart i want you to tell these people in your group so that you can bring this to the light you can confess your sins and be healed but that's so hard it's so hard to tell a group of people, it's so hard to tell another human being the deep, dark sin that I once lived in. That deep, dark thing that happened, that I did. I know it's hard. I, I picked out a couple people in my life and I told them everything that ever happened and, and everything that I ever did. And I did some horrible things. I wanted to bring it to the light. I wanted to experience freedom. I wanted to never live into those things ever again. When I met my wife before, when we were engaged, before we got married, I told her everything. I want to live in the light. We're not responding to the Holy Spirit right now. We're building on the sand. We're building a feeble foundation. We're building something that won't last. This is the fellowship of burning hearts. Is your heart burning while you're a part of the fellowship of burning hearts? Is your heart burning within you when we share the scriptures with you? Is your heart burning within you when your friends share the scriptures with you? Is your heart burning within you? Is there an excitement with the gospel and with what God is doing in our midst? I'll tell you one guy that's excited, Taylor. That guy is excited about God. I mean, he's just all, I mean, before he even joined DLA, he's calling me up. Dude, I want to talk to you about this Bible verse. Dude, I want to talk to you about what God's doing. Dude, I want to talk to you about this stuff. I don't say to lift him up. I just say, are we excited? Have we lost the excitement? Have we lost the passion? Have we lost the fire? Have we lost the burning within us, the zeal for God, the passion, the hope, the vision of the future, that God will reign and we will reign with him? Have we lost the long-term vision, the thing that God says, I have a hope and a dream and a plan for you to succeed? 
I have a plan for you to share the word of God, to minister the gospel of truth to peoples in other nations, to peoples in this nation. I have a plan for you. Have we lost the vision? Have we lost the hope? Well, what's happening in our prayer meetings? When are we on our knees saying, God, I cry out for you, for this generation. God, I ask you to reveal anything in me that is wicked. God, I give you free reign to come and change me and shape me. God, I ask you, I ask you for a generation. I ask that you would do this in me, Lord. I ask that you would move within me, God. I ask that my foundation would be built strong and sturdy, that I would build a worthy building. 1 Corinthians. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I just want God to reignite something in us. He's not mad. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 8. Now he who plants and he who waters are one, but each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field, God's building. It's relating our lives with a building. Verse 10, according to the grace of God which was given me, like a wise master builder, I laid a foundation and another is building on it. But each man must be careful how he builds on it. Each man must be careful how he builds on it. But no man can lay foundation other than the one which is laid, which is Christ Jesus, which is Jesus Christ. Verse 12, now if any man builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, or straw, each man's work will become evident. For the day will show it because it is so revealed with fire. And the fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. If any man's work which he has built on it remains, he will receive a reward. If any man's work is burned up, He will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved. Yet so is through fire. Other versions say, he himself will be saved as one escaping through the flames. God's given you a hope and a dream and a vision. God has plans for you to prosper you and not to harm you. To help you succeed and find freedom to help you walk in the fullness of who he's called you to be. Right here we see that we're all building on this foundation. We're all building a building. It says that we'll build with either, either gold or silver, precious stones. Obviously those are three sturdy things to build with. Then the other three are wood, hay, and straw. And it says that each man will receive according to his own labor. And on that day, whatever he built will be revealed with fire. So on the day when we stand before the Lord, he will say, I had these plans for you to succeed and to prosper. Gave you talents and gifts. Gave you unique personality traits. 
to build this building. What did you build? What did you build with? Does it withstand the fire? Does it withstand that day? And then it'll be, essentially it's saying that it's gonna be tested. The building that we built will be tested and it'll be revealed how we built and what we built. It says if what we built stands, we will receive our reward. If it withstands the fire, we'll receive our reward. If it's wood, hay, or straw, Obviously, fire burns up all of those things. Then what you built will be burned up. You yourself will be saved, but only as one escaping through the flames. How sad. Then I know there's a third category. And the third category we see often, and we see in Furnaceites, D-Laws coming through the program, some succeeding, some failing, but the test of fire that is revealed to them, of the work that they did while in these programs, it's the test of time. It's the test if they persevered. It's the test if they endure. It's the test if they suffer long and continue on in the faith, continue on in hope in Jesus Christ. So I say all of this to just encourage you has the fire gone out in your heart has the zeal and the passion for god dwindled have we become a part of a system or program or way of doing things and so did not want to deal with things that we pushed them down we put on our religious face everything's fine Passionate pursuit right now is a must. Passionate pursuit in the fellowship of burning hearts is a must. Is your heart burning in the fellowship of burning hearts? Our heart should be burning in the fellowship of burning hearts. System should throw logs on our fire to make it burn hotter and brighter. And as we continue on in this program, in these systems, to seek after God and give Him full reign, free free reign and full surrender to your life and your heart, you'll build a strong foundation, begin a building that will last, that will withstand the fire. Now is the time to build a strong foundation. Now is the time to build with the tools that God's given you, with the things that he's revealed to you. You've just heard one of the speakers from Desperation, a ministry of New Life Church in Colorado Springs. For more information on becoming a Desperation intern, attending one of our conferences, or joining the Desperation National Network for local churches, visit us at desperationonline.com.